This is Inspiring Minds, a podcast focused on thought-provoking conversations between BSB students and our world-class faculty. Hi all, welcome to Inspiring Minds. My name is Kyle Coleman and I am a sophomore finance and analytics major here at VSB. Today we have Dr. Meg, who is an associate professor in finance, who's going to be talking about her research. Thank you for your time today, Dr. Meg. It's good to be here, Kyle. What sparked your interest in your research? I know you're doing some uh, research with working capital efficiency and leveraged buyouts. What sparked your interest? So first of all, uh, research interest-wise, I'm a corporate finance person. So corporate finance is my field. And in particular, I like to do uh, anything related to corporate liquidity, working capital, cash holdings. That's what I'm interested in. So working capital around leverage buyout falls right into that lab. And second of all is because uh, I have been teaching this corporate structuring class for a while. And for one of our class projects, I ask uh, our students to form groups to look at a particular merger acquisition case and review the performance around the acquisition. And one of our teams picked the case of uh, Warren Buffett and 3G Capital's acquisition of Heinz in 2013. And they reported that the working capital performance of Heinz has significantly improved just during the two years of time following the acquisition. So I wonder, would that result be generalizable in a bigger sample? Because this is exactly I have been teaching my students. Working capital optimization creates shareholder value. So if we can prove that using a big enough data set, that would be meaningful. So getting back to this specific research, do you want to give a little bit of introduction to what it was before we dive a little deeper? Sure. We look at a bunch of... uh, LBO events from 1990 to 2015. Those cases are all publicly traded firms being taken private by the private equity firms. So we track their working capital performance measured by working capital to sales ratio, for example, and looking at the component as well, and track the performance over a five-year span around the LBO event. So what we document is a significant increase in the efficiency in the working capital to sales ratio. And uh, we also find that cross-sectionally, what type of firms have the most uh, significant increase in working capital efficiency? It is in manufacturing firms, it is firms which have uh, a new CEO, and it is also the manufacturing firms who use more leverage during the LBOs. So our evidence is consistent with this uh, incentive story that uh, the private equity managers, they do seem to be more motivated than their public counterparts to increase working capital efficiency. That's what we're hoping to find, and we do find that. So can you explain what drives PE firms to decrease working capital after a leveraged buyout? So first of all, we need to understand that from the public firm's uh, manager's perspective, if you think about... uh, The priority list, working capital efficiency, actually doesn't stand very high on that list. Public firms managers, they pay a lot of attention to stock price, right? And when you think about stock price, the analysts, again, they pay a lot of attention on the earnings on the bottom line and top lines, right? So if you managers put in efforts into increasing working capital efficiency, would that affect the top line or the bottom line? No, it doesn't it only increases your cash flows. So in a world where the analysts are obsessed with uh, earnings numbers, managers' efforts in increasing working capital efficiency may not be rewarded fairly. 
On the other hand, if we switch our attention to the private equity managers, they do have strong incentives to increase working capital efficiency. And this is because we know that private equity firms, they typically have uh, a shorter time horizon, right? They are going to exit their portfolio firms in four years or six years uh, down the road. And they know that if they can reduce the cash requirement into the company, they can increase the IRR at the exit. So they have the incentives to reduce the cash tied up in the working capital process. So with this disconnect with public companies rewarding earnings and creating growth, whereas private equity firms are having incentives for strong working capital, do you see public companies tying in executive pay and managers pay into working capital efficiency going forward at all? Oh, very good question. I probably would say no. The reason is because when we design our compensation strategy, our what is the optimal incentive strategy, we got to be very careful, right? If we give them just incentives to tie their pay to working capital, what they're going to do? They're going to do everything they can to increase or to reduce the working capital, right? To increase the efficiency. But is that necessarily a good thing? Only for firms with extra cash tied up in the working capital process, managers should do something about it. And also because managers, they have uh, only 24 hours a day, right? And uh, they have so many aspects of operations they need to take care of. So they need to prioritize. I'm not saying that prioritize is necessarily a bad thing, right? So every company needs to design their corporate policy according to the situation the company is facing. So I wouldn't recommend every company to do this uh, connection between the pay with the working capital, but I would definitely recommend tying the pay to cash flow measures in general. As for how are you going to improve your cash flow, it's your choice, depending on your firm's uh, specific situations. So your research shows that private equity firms push very hard to collect AR as a common way to improve working capital. Why do you think the public firms don't push so hard to collect in general and they leave money on the table by having outstanding accounts receivable? This has to do with uh, the organizational structure of uh, public firms as compared to the private equity firms. So for public firms, if we think about how to implement a strategy to optimize working capital, really you don't have a department or division who's in charge of this role. Because working capital optimization, it really requires a cooperation from uh, across multiple departments. But in the regular operations, like day-by-day operations, the public companies, they don't have such a thing. And when you look at the private equity company, their board has a far stronger monitoring power uh, as compared to the public firm's board. So the managers there, they are under far stronger scrutiny. So the level of scrutiny is much, much stronger on the private equity firm side. At the board meetings, they ask anything. So any kind of questions could prop up, including working capital. And also because the PE managers, they typically have higher managerial ownership in their portfolio firms as compared to public firms. If you look at public firms, usually the managers or the directors, they only have like an average of 1.5% of the whole company. Whereas uh, the private equity, their portfolio companies, if you look at the board of directors and the managers, their ownership is much higher. So their incentive is a lot stronger and the monitoring they receive from the board is much stronger. 
So it's understandable why they have that much desire to squeeze excess of cash out of working capital, whereas their uh, public counterpart is not as motivated. Do you think public firms will be able to have more coordination within departments and maybe not get to the point where private equity firms are, but get a little bit closer in collecting that AR? Theoretically, we would love them to do so, right? But everything has to happen for a reason, because this ties back to incentive. If we don't change the incentive, they will not change the behavior. Because if you look at public firms, there are a group that cares a lot about working capital. They are financially constrained. They are in distress. They need cash. They have a cash flow problem. And those firms would have very, very strong incentives to squeeze cash. So incentive has to be there, has to exist for them to change the behavior. So did you see on the other side, on the flip side, there were any firms that maybe were very lean in their working capital and having a leveraged buyout didn't really affect it? Oh, good question. We split our sample into firms with excessive working capital prior to the LBO versus firms do not. So there is firms with excessive investment in working capital, and there are firms who already have lean investment. And we only find efficiency improvement in this group with wasteful cash tied up in the working capital process. For those guys who are already lean, there's nothing. How do you use your research in the classroom to help improve your students' learning of the material covering in class? Oh, I love talking about my own research in the classroom because I want to impart to the students the idea that I'm not just a teaching robot. I have a life of research outside the classroom. And my students, they really enjoy listening to uh, my sharing with them what I have been doing and what I found. And since the corporate structuring class is all about how firms uh, create value, by imposing significant changes to different aspects of the corporation. We spend a lot of time talking about the value drivers, like the channels through which managers can increase uh, the shareholder value. So that is uh, closely tied to what I do outside the classroom. So whenever I have a chance, I will talk about uh, how a piece of my evidence found in my research is related to the topics we are discussing right now in the classroom. Well, thank you very much for listening. Again, this was an Inspiring Minds podcast from VSB. My name is Kyle Coleman, and this is Dr. Meg Liu, who's a professor in the finance department. Thank Thank you, you Kyle. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Minds. Stay tuned for our next installment featuring more VSB students discussing research topics with our world-class faculty.